After stopping fellow Brit Dillian White in the sixth round with a stunning one-punch finish, WBC champion Tyson Fury announced his retirement from boxing. Dillian White vs. Tyson Fury Fury won a scrappy fight with a vicious right uppercut after dominating the fight. The fight was stopped when White staggered into the referee after getting to his feet within the count. Fury said after the match that this might be the final curtain for the Gypsy King. I've spent a lot of time on the road, he said later. It's been a long time since I last checked in. Everything I'd ever wanted to do was finally realized. After Rocky Marciano, I'll be the only heavyweight to ever call it a career with an undefeated record. In this particular game, I was unbeatable. White was stopped for the first time in his career as he lost for the third time in 31 fights, while Fury became the undisputed heavyweight champion for the first time. A fight for the undisputed heavyweight title could be held later this year, and if Fury retires, he will miss out on the chance to cement his status as Britain's greatest ever heavyweight. I promised my wife that after the, Deontay, Wilder fight, that would be it, he said. However, a fight at Wembley was an obligation I had to fulfill for the fans. As a final farewell, it was a fitting one. I want him to come out now, Paris Fury told BT Sport, according to Fury's wife. He's already proven his point. I tell him, yeah Tyson, you do it, if there was anything left to do. Then again, he's got nothing to show. If Tyson continues boxing, it just seems for one reason, and I know in my heart I think the only reason that Tyson will return is for the unification fight. The death of the Gypsy King, the end of an era? Twitter reaction to major fights is known as fight talk. Fury's greatest punch is witnessed by a record crowd dot with a post-war British attendance record of 94,000, the fight dubbed by some as the greatest all-British heavyweight dust-up in history had an electric atmosphere like no other. Read more. Celtics win 109-103, take 3-0 lead over Nets. Okay, fine, if the Bulls aren't going to pick a fight with Milwaukee Bucks, I will. Chris Paul closed out Game 3 for 114-111 Suns victory over Pelicans. Before making his way to the ring, a pumped-up white let out a wolf-like howl to the accompaniment of the stadium's cheers. Fury's entrance into the ring was a spectacle in and of itself. American Pie, Juicy by Notorious B.I.G., and Kings of Leon's Sex on Fire were all part of the soundtrack. Then, as fireworks erupted above, Fury sat atop a throne before making his way to the ring. His height dwarfed that of White as the two men placed their hands on each other. Despite Fury's pre-fight boast that he could neutralize White's dangerous left hook by switching to the southpaw stance, it was White who made the switch in the first round. After the first two rounds, the champion had the upper hand in the mind games, so Fury decided to switch to orthodox in the second. A solid two-punch combination in the third round caused White to charge forward, which he followed through with. White, on the other hand, was unable to get close to Fury, who used his height and reach advantage to keep the challenger at bay. In a tense fourth round, the competition really got hot. Fury was clearly agitated by White's response when he was asked to break. Both fighters received a warning from referee Mark Lyson twice for the referee struggled to control the 37-stone duo. Overhand rights telegraphed by White were unable to get close to the elusive Fury, who was connecting with ease. Then came one of the greatest punches of what has been a long and successful career for Tyson Fury. With a left jab, he set the stage for Fury's brutal uppercut as White stepped forward. White sank to his knees and twitched. Before the fight, he had spoken of his warrior spirit, but when he got to his feet, 
he was in no shape to continue. Fury is adamant that he will retire from boxing. Tyson Fury on a possible retirement, there is nothing more I can do, a video caption reads. After winning the fight, Tyson Fury took the microphone and performed his own version of American Pie for the crowd. An emotional farewell from the Morecambe fighter, who had not fought in the UK since last year, ended with a sing-song. Before the fight, he declared that it would be his final. That he had reached the pinnacle of his career by boxing at Wembley Stadium. Many in the sport were skeptical of Fury's comments because he'd made them before, but it appears he's sticking to his word. This summer, Anthony Joshua of Great Britain is expected to face Oleksandr Usyk, the Ukrainian's WBA, IBF and WBO champion. Even if he doesn't win, Fury could be tempted to delay his retirement plans by the prospect of fighting Joshua for all of the belts. Highs and lows abound in this unpredictable profession. At 6 apostrophe 9 and 19 pounds, he's built like a ballroom dancer but if this is the end of his career, it's been a remarkable journey. For a man of his stature, he has unrivaled style. When he shocked long-reigning world champion Vladimir Klitschko in 2015, he went from narrowly defeating John McDermott on points for the English title in Brentwood to becoming a unified world champion. One of boxing's greatest heavyweight champions, who returned after a lengthy absence from the sport to reclaim his title from Deontay Wilder at Track America. At press conferences, he's dressed up as Batman or taped his mouth shut to keep the cameras entertained. Professional wrestling was even on Fury's to-do list. When he returned to the ring in the second half of his career, Fury spoke openly about mental health issues and became an advocate for them. There have been some bumps in the road for him as well. He made homophobic and sexist remarks in an interview shortly after winning his first world title. For years, he claimed that eating uncastrated wild boar made him a drug user, and later admitted to using alcohol and drugs to deal with his depression. Earlier this month, Fury's links to Daniel Kinahan, one of seven people sanctioned by the United States on a global scale, overshadowed his fight with White. Despite having worked with Kinahan in the past, Fury stated this week that he has absolutely zero ties to the Irishman. A roller coaster ride of a career it's been. While the Gypsy King has announced his retirement, a rematch with the greatest British heavyweight of all time could still happen despite the fact that he is currently retired. What are the prospects for White's future? With the exception of the few months following his defeat to Alexander Povetkin in 2020, which he then avenged, 34-year-old White had been a mandatory challenger for the WBC belt since 2017. I believe Dillian will be world champion, Fury said as he and White exchanged embraces following their bout. One of the best and he had to fight me tonight, unfortunately. The best man on the planet isn't someone to trifle with, you're up against a world-class heavyweight. Since losing to Joshua for the first time in his career in 2015, White has gone on to defeat opponents like Joseph Parker and Alexander Povetkin. Despite his age, he remains a popular attraction in the sport. I didn't feel like I was outclassed in there, White said on Radio 5 Live. There wasn't a lot in it. My strategy was to put pressure on him and get things moving. One slip and I was hit with the shot. I was trying to attack. As expected, big and awkward is how I describe him. It was always going to be a difficult fight, but I try to set up, be patient and land what I could in the early rounds before starting to press in the third round. It was a valuable lesson, she said. If Joshua loses to Usyk, a rematch with his rival Joshua is an easy sell that could reignite the interest of boxing fans. However, the night belonged to Fury, 
one of the greatest British heavyweights of all time and an undisputed future Hall of Fame candidate. What are some of the best African football players? Micah Richards and Alan Shearer join Gary Lineker in ranking the top 10. Is it worth the extra money to buy an electric car? Look into the claims and promises of switching to an electric vehicle and see if they are true. Information please note that the BBC is not liable for any external site's content. Take a look at how we handle external links. Arsenal made another major step towards Champions League qualifying with a critical 3-1 win against Manchester United at Emirates Stadium. A Nuno Tavares tap-in, Bukayo Saka penalty and Granit Xhaka screamer were the difference in a frantic encounter in North London, where Cristiano Ronaldo also left his imprint by scoring his 100th Premier League goal. Arsenal opened the game in the ascendancy and grabbed the lead after three minutes in. Xhaka's cross eluded two United defenders and dropped to Saka at the back post, who had his effort parried into the path of Tavares to tap in. United nearly reacted quickly as Ronaldo threaded a through ball into the reach of Anthony Alanga, who missed to convert his one-on-one attempt. Bruno Fernandes squandered a decent opportunity for United before Alanga had a penalty claim knocked down, as the tide started to change. Ronaldo then missed a half-opportunity before Diogo Dalot hit the crossbar after some exquisite United play on the outside of the area. Just before the half-hour mark drama occurred as Eddie Nketiah believed he doubled Arsenal's advantage after tapping a loose ball into the goal from close range. The offside flag went up against the youthful attacker, with VAR called into play to verify the goal. The offside judgment remained, but Arsenal were subsequently given a penalty when Alex Tells was ruled to have fouled Saka in the build-up. Saka stepped up and sent David De Gea the wrong way from the spot. More for you. Arsenal Champions League hopes take hit and loss at Crystal Palace. From controversies to comebacks, Kansas completes the perfectly imperfect title run. What we learned from the Spurs win over the Trailblazers. United answered almost instantaneously as two minutes later, Ronaldo received Nemanja Maddox cross at the back post to drive an attempt into the goal at the back post. The second half didn't quite have the same adrenaline element as the first, but the game was free-flowing and both sides continued to attack adeptly. Ten minutes into the second period United were granted a penalty when Tavares handled the ball in the area, but Fernandez's feeble effort hit the post. United continued to look menacing and shortly after the hour mark Ronaldo had a goal chalked off. Following a flick-on from Scott McTominay, he volleyed in from a tight angle, but the Portuguese slipped just offside of the goal post. Just a few moments later, Dalot found himself against the woodwork once again, this time after being passed in down the right. In an attempt to beat Aaron Ramsdale at his near post, he was denied by a fantastic fingertip stop from the goalkeeper, who turned the ball onto the post. Arsenal delivered the sucker blow with little under 20 minutes remaining. As a result of United's failure to clear their lines, the ball fell to Xhaka, who unleashed a devastating effort into the bottom corner from 25 yards. The Gunners were content to sit back and protect their two-goal lead as they grabbed a massive three points and extended their lead over six, placed United to six points. When it comes to qualifying for next season's Champions League, Ralph Rangnick's team has everything to do, while Arsenal is back in the driving seat for finishing in the top four.